This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. Welcome to your Thursday show. Let's just start out. We need it today. We need it. I can feel it. We do a thing on Thursday where we just try to get over the hump. I know that Wednesday is called hump day, but I really think Thursday is. (laughs) It's because you've like gotten through so much. Yeah. And if you can just get through today... You got one more sleep and it's the weekend, baby. That's it. That's that. Like they, Just like that. So we do a chant on Thursday mornings. We'd love for you to be a part of it. It just literally goes, one more sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. Yeah! Morning. All right, 6 o'clock club. What's up? Let's start with you guys. 410-583-1065. We need anybody in Maryland that's awake first thing in this morning to text us and we will shout you out. Who's up? Veronica is here. Good morning to our Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis. Beautiful Beverly. Jay from Glen Burnie is checking in. John the Annapolis locator. My, uh, Magic Mike in Pasadena. Anthony from Catonsville is here. Good morning to Jess R. from Westminster. Clever Kevin. John in Middle River. BTSE checking in with us this morning. Felicia. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Lou and Glen Burnie. Mama McJam is here, one in a million. And good morning to Christine, Nancy, and Miss Jackie, our Howard County School bus driver. How do you think it went yesterday at Chili's? Were you satisfied? Oh, my gosh. I know. We need to, like, tell you guys all about it today. It was insane. It was, I could not imagine a better experience. I did not expect Marty to go as hard as he did. Do you want to explain the whole situation? Because 6 o'clock, this happened, like, we, we did most of this segment like close to 8 o'clock every morning, so you may not know what's going on. We can kind of give you guys the inside scoop, though, of what actually happened. Yeah, so I started a change.org uh, petition to bring back the original chicken crispers back to Chili's after they were, like, taken away from the menus. And I've been talking about Chili's, like, multiple times a week for, like, over a month and a half at this point. And a listener of ours, Marty, who works for Chili's, basically heard me crying every single day. And then he calls in and he was like, you know what? I feel like I can do something about this. This man literally tracked down the last bag of ingredients for the OCCs that were left in the country. And he had them shipped to Maryland. And yesterday he invited all of us to Chili's in uh, Lithicum. Yeah. And it was like the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Jess had her very last encounter with her favorite chicken finger. Uh, And like, if you don't follow us on social media, please do because this recap video is iconic. (laughs) It's like you, it's like you won the Olympics. Yeah. It's literally like, like you would feel like Jess was like the last person in the country to like, I don't know, step foot into like 
a stadium before they tore it down or something. For Jess, having this last bite of a chicken finger was just so <laughs> extreme. It was, it was magnificent. Now. Now. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. Road workers are coming together in Maryland to promote National Work Zone Awareness Week and hundreds of state highway and construction related vehicles participate, uh, participated in a caravan yesterday. You probably saw them heading from Hanover all the way to the state fairgrounds in Timonium. The Unity Ride was aimed at raising awareness for drivers to stay alert and slow down in work zones and to honor those who have been injured or killed. Last month, six workers died when two speeding vehicles crashed in a work zone on the Baltimore Beltway. And I saw that yesterday and it was, I mean, you couldn't even see the end of that line. Yeah. It was just so many cars. I liked I liked the idea of it. What I, I think they could have done a better job of explaining that it was going to happen because I was extremely confused of what was happening mm-hmm. until after it was over. Like, I didn't find out till like, 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. of, like, what it actually was. Like, when you saw it, did you understand what they were doing? Because I didn't... It looked like it, a procession, like, for a funeral almost. Yeah, that, that's that's what it looked like to yeah. me, just because of all the cars and they were in the line right. and the flags and everything. So I knew it was for something like that. I just wasn't aware of what was going of what on. what it was, right? I think they did a better job publicizing maybe beforehand, or maybe we just didn't get the memo beforehand. Maybe you but, knew about it. I'm not sure. But what a beautiful thing. No, oh, for that sure. was such a sweet yeah. thing for them to do. Yeah, yeah. Number two. Netflix is ending its DVD by mail service. The streaming company announced subscribers will no longer be able to receive DVD rentals after September 29th. Netflix has mailed over 5 billion DVDs since the program started in 1998. However, revenue from DVD rentals have declined over the years and only represented half a percent of Netflix's total revenue last year. It's one of those things that I know that you're not really disappointed about because it doesn't really change how you watch movies. None of us. I mean, I would I would almost guarantee there's not one person listening right now that actually did the DVD you know, service we're anymore. You know, right now that... Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But, but I, I would say if, if we even got one text right now that said, I still rented DVDs from Netflix, I'd be shocked. But... I feel kind of bad, though, to be honest. I hope they don't get rid of Redbox, at least, because, like... Some people still use DVDs. Well, I think Redbox is like, that's that, that's like their whole business model. Netflix is like, listen, we just don't do DVDs anymore. But to me, it's just more of an end of an era kind totally, of thing. Totally, right? I, would I use it? No. Am I sad it's not there yeah. anymore? Yeah. Number one. The secret is out. The location for the Jonas Brothers secret show in Baltimore has been revealed. The Joe Bros will perform next Friday, April 28th at the Baltimore Soundstage. The Jonas Brothers announced that they'll be playing three exclusive shows next week, LA. Dallas Fort Worth and one right here in our city. You could actually register today for your chance to buy tickets until 1 p.m. And we have your chance to win tickets this morning to the exclusive Jonas Brothers show at 8.15 and 9.15 right here on Mix. And you can get all that info as well on JonasBrothers.com. I think it's kind of cool. We were talking at lunch yesterday about like where could they put it. Mm-hmm. And we were talking with our boss and we we're kind of going back and forth of is it going to be like a CFG arena? Is it going to be M&T Bank Stadium? Is it going to be Soundstage? Like a, a bunch of different venues came up, right? Yeah. And I'm glad they went with a soundstage. And every venue, every venue is like a soundstage-esque show place. So it's like a soundstage fits like a thousand people. Mm-hmm. So if you're a fan. It's going to be a cool show. Like to have that, that's like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. To get like an intimate show like that, even though it's a thousand people. But still. That's not big. Yeah. That's not big. So that's, I think it's awesome. This is Jess and that was your top three. I want to do an informal poll with you this morning. Who planned your last birthday celebration? 
whatever your last year's birthday, whatever you did, did you plan it or did somebody else? Because I'm not good at birthdays. Honestly, I don't even like birthdays. Jess knows this. Like, I don't, I don't make a big production out of my birthday. I don't do anything. Here's the problem is that I am turning 40. What? You say that and yet, I don't. like the last the Dude, last couple years care. I've spent with you, they've literally been big productions of your birthday. Like what? <laughs> just, like my mom came last year. I mean, yes, that's kind of a big deal, but no, like I don't I really just, do, I don't big do big hoopla's. I don't throw parties. Like I just don't do it. No, he just likes to do really big trips. But not from typically for my birthday. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. Birthdays to me, honestly, are not that big of a deal. Okay. Here's the problem is I'm turning 40 this year, right? And to me, 40 should be a big milestone. It is. Like, I should make a big production that I've done this life now for 40 years. Totally. The problem is I've never done a birthday celebration that somebody else hasn't planned. And, you know, as you're single oh my God. on what, your birthday. What the hell is this music? <laughs> Oh my God! What is this? Well, I'll be honest. Every birthday, are you kidding me? That I've had. It's six twenty-six in the where morning. I've had a celebration. Okay. Somebody else has planned it for me. This is a sad version of Happy Birthday. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. So now that I'm here and I'm forty-four days away from my fortieth birthday. Whoa. Yeah, it's a lot of fours. Hey. Oh, am I supposed to plan? my own 40th birthday. There is something that seems so incredibly sad about that to me. And I don't even know why it's bothering me so much. But the idea of me planning my own 40th... (laughs) This is so, I can't. My my own 40th birthday just sounds like depressing. Uh Does it not? Are you, can I give my... That's, that's, my, that's my question. I'm just wondering, okay. who, who plans your birthday celebrations? Text us 410-583-1065. So I think with you, as you just stated, I don't usually make big deals on my birthday. Yeah. I feel like it's hard for your, like, how would your friends assume that you would even want something to be planned for you, especially because you're the guy that's being like, don't do anything. I don't want to do anything. They shouldn't. Don't. And typically I wouldn't want it any other year. Right. And I think with this, and as we get older, I feel like you have to take matters into your own hands and Kramer and I have been talking about this a lot off the air and what I explained to him is he is a very particular human being and I feel like you deserve to be happy and satisfied on your 40th birthday and the only way that you're going to get that is if you plan exactly what you want to do so I don't think there's anything wrong with that I don't think you need to take that as like your friends don't care about you like as we get older like people have a lot of stuff going on and like you just need to be like this is what I want to do because I know that I'm going to enjoy this and you deserve that for your 40th. Okay, your 30th birthday is in a couple of weeks too. Yeah. What are your plans? I'm going to New York for my 30th and okay. I was very specific about this. I and I actually told a lot of my friends a lot of them are cross country. I was like no one try to come out here. No one try to do anything because I can't handle being disappointed for my 30th yeah. just because we've made a lot of adjustments with the wedding and like I had all these other plans, right? And so I was like y'all because they are like really big and known for flaking and I'm like nobody Y'all stay out there. It's fine. And on them, they were like, no, we're going to come out here. We're going to come out here. We're going to do this. And what happened? They all flaked. (laughs) The ones that we won't flake. I could not have communicated that more as far as what I wanted. So with this, I'm like, I'm going to New York. Garage Boy and I are going. you planned it. You planned the trip to New York. Yeah, it was my idea. Like, we are going to New York. This is what we're doing. I wanted to go to the new Harry Potter exhibit, which I'm going to do. Right. And if, you know, that's where I'm going to be from these days to these days. If you'd like to attend, cool. If not, I will have my wand and 
in hand and be happy. Do you plan your own birthday celebrations or does someone else plan them for you? Like, especially if you're in a relationship. I think it makes it a whole lot different, too. We are going to do Throwback Thursday now. This is a simple segment, y'all, but it's always feel good because it takes you back to some really nostalgic times. We're going to play you the number one songs from previous years in Maryland. It'll always, I guarantee you, take you back to a moment. And then, yeah, a moment in pop culture history where this show, man, like, what? It's almost like, how did this become the show, right? All right, we will start Throwback Thursday today in 19, I'm sorry, 2012. The number one song in Maryland today would have been Fun and We Are Young. Oh, wow. Remember this? How could you not? That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're going to go back to that moment. And this song was so big, and then I feel like we never heard from Fun again, no. at least in like a mainstream kind of way. Yeah. But... I was in Tampa. I was living in Tampa at the time. Like, I, this takes me back to that summer, 100%. All right. 2007. Today, the number one song in Maryland was Akon and Don't Matter. Nobody yeah. wants to see us together, but it don't matter. I was checking back in our archives for Throwback Thursday. I don't think we've ever focused on Akon before. No. Talk about, like, another moment, right? A huge moment. He was everywhere. <laughs> For a couple of years. And then, like, now, is he still making music now? I don't, I don't know, man. We need more respect for this man. Yeah. He kind of gave us some good time. Yeah, he did. The number one song in Maryland today back in 1995 was Montel Jordan, and this is how we do it. doesn't not feel good every time you hear this song. I love it. We can play this whole song right now and y'all be vibing to this one. This this is one of those songs, some songs, like fun, if I never hear fun again, that's okay. You can play This Is How We Do It. For the rest of my life. And I'll be happy. Yeah. Like play this at my funeral. It seems inappropriate, but please, I feel like it would just hype everybody up. (laughs) Okay, it's the longest running sitcom in the country. I'm talking about The Simpsons. Oh, why did they say that? I almost said that. This, you, then you almost get it right. <laughs> almost, Jess. I literally almost said week. that. I doubted myself. Yeah, The Simpsons started, it was actually officially yesterday, the 19th of April, back in 1987. That's cool. But today, I don't want to focus as much on The Simpsons because, obviously, that gets a lot of accolades. Do you know where The Simpsons came from? Do you know the background of The Simpsons? No. So, The Simpsons was basically just a little tiny sketch oh. on a show called The Tracy Ullman Show. And The Tracy Ullman Show was a massive hit that really kind of flopped. Okay. It lasted four seasons, 82 episodes. The only reason it really stopped is because Tracy herself was like, I am exhausted. Yeah, she's I, like, I'm over I it. can't make any more episodes. Got 33 Emmy nominations. It won 10 of those. It was Fox's, actually Fox only really had two of their own shows. It was Married with Children uh-huh. and it was the Tracy Ullman show. So what's so crazy about this is the Tracy Ullman show really never had huge rating success, even though it had, like, all these accolades. Critics loved it. Fans loved it. But it just didn't translate in the ratings. Did she create The Simpsons? So, it was just a sketch on her show. I don't know if she was the one they actually created, but one of her writers did. Okay. And so, that's then how it turned into, you know, somebody said, hey, this Simpsons sketch is kind of catchy, and turned it into its own sitcom. Yeah. People, what they relate it to nowadays is, even though the Tracy Ullman show wasn't this huge, successful hit 
you know, for years and years that we still talk about, they compare it to like two guys, a girl in a pizza place uh-huh. to Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds got his, sh- you know, that show wasn't a massive hit, uh-huh. but if it wasn't for that show, we wouldn't have had Ryan Reynolds that became the Ryan Reynolds we know today. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of like what happened with the Simpsons. It was just a, a simple sketch that then turned into its own thing and then became, Aww. and is still, by the way, in case you don't know, is still on deep eat today. That's cool. So someone on this show misused the 911 system this week and she got in trouble for doing so. I don't know what else I was supposed to do. I went through a bunch of different options. Excuse me. Excuse me for just wanting some information when I was in a crisis. I just think that 99% of people listening to this is going to hear why Jess called 911 in the past week. And you're going to say there had to have been 100,000 other options of people that you could have called. There literally were not. Before there you There literally called. were not. Okay. So in case you don't know, Jess and I do another podcast called Kramer and Jess Uncensored. We do one episode a week. It is uncensored. It is not uh, for kids. Not for kids. So if you're going to go check it out on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, then just know it's you know it's more of like an AirPods kind of thing, right? Yeah. More, more for you. More for you than for the kids. Like having a glass of wine Friday yeah. night. Yeah. No rules over there. So yesterday on the episode, Jess opened up about why she called 911 and got in trouble for it. I'm going to play a censored version of the story for you. If we drop out, it's because he forgot, I forgot to take to edit out, one out an inappropriate word. So listen listen to Jess's story of why she called 911. And you tell me, honestly, would you have also done this or was this just a dumb, dumb move? Listen. We had the wedding dress appointment on a Friday at Love It at Stella's in Westminster, which is like 40 minutes at that time. It was like 40 minutes away from where we live. And we were running kind of late. And so Garage Boy was going to like take us, drop us off and like pick us up later. And we are probably about, and it's me, my mom, my sister Butter in the car. And we are 10 minutes away from the shop and we hear like this noise and it was his tire. And we pull over uh, off the side on the Maryland 140 heading to Westminster. And, like, it's, like, it's a really, like, busy, like, it's basically a freeway, yeah. you know? And, like, everyone's going super fast. And where we were um, where we were stopped, it was just low-key, like, in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't, like, in a safe area, a safe enough area or as far as distance to, like, walk to somewhere and figure it out. We were, like, almost smack dab in the middle and, like, in the middle of nowhere on the way to try to get to somewhere. Yeah. And so we were just, like, like, what do we do? Obviously, he calls roadside assistance, and that was about to take, like, another three hours, of course. So I called a local tow place, and she was like, I don't know, like, how to help you guys. Like, maybe just, like, call 911 and ask them. So that's why Wait, I called 911. She recommended that you called 911. Yeah, like some, like a tow, like wow. the tow lady person, because she was like, I don't know how else, like, who else could get you? Before I called 911, I, like, got in hold of, like, the Carroll County State Trooper or whatever person, and she was like, there's possibly a bus service that could pick you up, but there's no guarantee that they'll actually pull over and do that, right? So then when I do call 911, she was like, oh, shit. I don't know. Maybe these people can help you. So she ends up putting me back to the same department of the lady that told me there is possibly a bus that could pick us up, right? Okay. And a guy answers the phone, and he was like, you just spoke to my coworker. This isn't a 911 emergency. We're not a taxi cab service. And it was, like, super, super mean to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm stranded, and I'm just asking for Wait, information. Did you did you really say that? Yeah. You I was like, Yeah, I was like, I, oh, wow. I, I am stranded. I'm just asking for information. That's all I'm trying to do. And you what know? Do you, what do you 
you say back to and you? And he was like, well, we're, the, we're, this isn't a 911 emergency. And I was like, okay, cool. And I hung up on him. And I was just pissed because I was like, if what if, like, okay, fine, it's not a 911 emergency, but, like, why are you talking to people like that? Like, what if I was in, like, a crazy, like, freaking out state, which I was, but, like, honestly, like, I didn't feel safe. I legit didn't <laughs> feel safe. Like, we know, we did not know what we we're going to do. It's okay. Can I just say, too, when people are mean to me, when people are mean to me, I get more upset. Not that they're being mean to me. I start thinking like, who else are you speaking to this way? Which makes, oh, which fills me with rage. When he spoke to me that way, I'm like, do you speak to people like this on a Jessica, daily basis? This is nine one one. You know what? You don't call nine one one because your car breaks down. Nine one one is for absolute emergencies. Was hoping they could connect me to someone that could get me because I was literally in the middle of nowhere. And no, I did not have anyone else to call because the person I was called would have called was literally sitting next to me in the driver's seat. <laughs> you, yeah, the, the person, you're one person. My one person in the state of Maryland <laughs> that could have also helped broken me down. is broken down. Okay, well, I, like what, what? Would you have called nine one one in that situation? Honestly, I, I just, I, if I found myself in that spot, I don't feel like I would have been calling nine one one. Wait, Chrissy, you used to be a nine one one operator. Yeah. Okay. So when you hear Jess over here being like, "My car broke down, so I called nine one one." Like, it, like I could see why the operator would be super frustrated. That's not why you call nine one one when your car breaks down. No, I'm I'm on Jess's side. You know, as an operator, we are you know technically your first responders, and especially if you don't feel safe, I would get honestly, I'm the honest Kramer. Ninety percent of my calls were probably like Jess. Because think about it, emergencies, true emergencies don't happen all the time, you know. Exactly. I mean, luckily. What, wait, so, what, what, what kind of calls would you get? Like when you said 90% of calls, um, what okay, kind of calls would so, be coming in? Well, some of them are ridiculous, but uh, I did have a, a woman call. Her son was being like irate. She wanted an officer to come over. Um, he was just. He was refusing to go to school, you know, things like that. <laughs> okay. um, Maybe also a misuse have, of the system. <laughs> and then we had an um, an elderly man. It was like a really bad thunderstorm, and he was worried he was going to lose power because he had an, an oxygen tank. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not an emergency yet, but it could be. That, you know, okay, that so seems like and, more of an emergency yeah. than my car's breaking no, down on the side of the road. No, but all of these situations are people like myself that are in an, are, that are in an emergency, and we're just asking for information on, like, how we can exactly. be helped. That's all it is. Okay, Chrissy, I'll let you get final call here because you're, you're the pro. When If somebody calls 911, and by the way, we don't, I don't think this is the proper thing to do, so we're not recommending this, but do you think that sounds ridiculous to do? Um... As an operator, I've, like I said, you know, I've I've heard it all, everything from a you know a true crisis to yeah. just, you know asking for information. I will say that Baltimore County does have a non-emergency line, and you know that, but not not, not everyone knows that number. Do you have so that number available also, off the top of your head? Um, it's. 410-887-2222. There we go. 887-2222. Yeah. Hey, write that down. That's the number that y'all are supposed to be calling for non-emergency. Thank you so much, Chrissy. <laughs> we appreciate you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Did you see that Baltimore Sun said this has quickly become Baltimore's favorite radio game? I did see that. They, they, they printed that this morning. Uh, yep. This is called Name That Big O. <laughs> that's, that's not true, by the way. That's not. That didn't. They didn't say that. Nobody said that. Yeah, but coming off that O's win, though. Yo, what's up? It is officially O's season, baby, and we've given them their very own game that Jess is the, gets first dibs at this, but she's terrible at it. Yeah. So from time to time, she needs you to hop in and help her out with this as well. Here's how it goes. I'm going to give you the definition of either a person, place, thing, could be a title, could be an item, and all of these words or movie titles or actors are going to have an O, a big O, okay. sound in them. All right. You just got to tell me what these names of the titles are, okay? Okay. Here we go. Number one, this item is a curved piece of wood whose ends are joined by a string. Name that big O. What? Name that big O. I don't know. This item is a curved piece of wood whose ends are joined by a string. Do not look at the text message. Do not dare text this radio station that answer. Or you can pass on question number one. That's not a good start to the game. What is it? What is it used for? I'm, it, Jessica, that's all I can tell you. No, I need, I need, <laughs> yes. no. That's... It's a curved piece of wood Kay. whose ends are joined by a string. Has a big O sound in it. I don't know. Oh my God. All right, question number two. This singer's career started on In Living Color. Oh, Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo. We'll take J-Lo as the correct answer. Very nice. J-Lo. You're one for two. Question number three, and name that big O. All of these things have big O's in their definition in honor of the Orioles. Mm -hmm. This is a 1990 Patrick Swayze movie. What? (laughs) I only know Dirty Dancing. This is a 1990 Patrick Swayze movie. It has an O. Sound. Ghost? Ghost. Wow. Is correct. Okay. You are two for three. Nice. Question number four. This is when a person's voice is unchanging in pitch. Monotone. Ooh, look at my girl over hey. here. All right. Final question. Uh-huh. And name that big O. These typically have been very annoying. This one's this one's tough. But I think you should you should probably know this one. Okay. Okay. This is the first line of a Frankie Valley song. 
I don't know who for. Okay. The second line is late December back in 63. What? <laughs> I need context clues to Come as on, to who dude. Frankie Valley is. The, uh, the Four Seasons. Frankie the Valley Hotel? The, four, the Hotel. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm looking for the title. This is the first line. Yeah, no, what do you mean? It four- also happens to be the song title. Well, kind of. It's in parentheses. Of what does he Frankie- look like? I don't know who Jessica. this is. The second line of the song is absolutely iconic. Late December back in 63. Frankie Valley. I don't. Four seasons. Four seasons. Is this like a group or oh like God. I don't? Come on. God. Okay, somebody help Jess out with these. We get two left in this game. We have question number one, which is this is an item. This is a curved piece of wood uh-huh. whose ends are joined together by a string. Okay. And then we have question number five, with this is the first line of a Frankie Valley song. The second is late December back in '63. Is that is that the I'm too sexy for my shirt? <laughs> Oh no, that's Frankie Relax, right? Or whatever. No. I don't I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know who that's that is. Right said Fred is who you're When thinking. you said four season, I'm like, are you talking about the hotel downtown? Like I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Rachel from Elegant City, help us out with these, okay? I'm looking for an item with a, it's a curved piece of wood whose ends are joined together by a string. A bow? A bow. A bow? A bow. Oh, you mean like a bow and arrow? Yes. Dude, you needed way I needed way more clues than that. That is so wack. Was that listen, what when the first time you heard that question, was that hard for you or did you absolutely know what it was? Um, I had to like draw it with my finger to figure it's, it out. Yeah, you need to be like a weapon hey. that is a no. yeah, no, no. that's okay. so wack. Okay, he- help Jess Jess thinks the answer is right, said Fred, I'm I'm too sexy. It's- I have no idea who who he's talking about at all, by the way. The final question is this is the first line of a Frankie Valley song. The second is late December back in sixty three. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh what a night. Late December back in 63. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Great. You've never heard that song before? It, I, I, it sounds familiar, but I'm not connecting. But I'm really happy. Like, Rachel, thank you for saving me today. Rachel, you did fantastic. So well. You were so good at that. Now, in, in honor of the O's, can we get a let's go O's here at the end? Let's go O's. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. The Ravens will host a press conference later this afternoon to talk about the future of their nearly 20-year-old partnership with the bank, which includes the naming rights of their downtown Baltimore stadium. We're going to see a few former players, including Todd Heap and Jamal Lewis. They're going to make an appearance to share the greatest moments at the bank during the last two decades. Back in January, the Maryland Board of Public Works approved a new lease that will keep the Ravens in Baltimore through at least the 2037 season. So I'm confused on what today is actually for then. I feel like it's a celebration. I don't okay. know if we're going like to get any more announcements. Party. That's what I'm wondering. Like this just, I, and I don't, I don't follow football close enough to know if this is like a typical thing to do. But it seems kind of bizarre to hold a whole press conference just to be like, hey, by the way, we've been here for 20 years. Like, is there something else you feel like that's going to pop up today? I don't know. I, I feel like we could get some new news tomorrow. Number two. The location for the Jonas Brothers secret show in Baltimore has finally been revealed. The Joe Bros will perform next Friday, April 28th at the Baltimore Soundstage. The Soundstage is one of three venues in the country that have been selected to host this exclusive 
concert. You can register today to buy or for the chance to buy your tickets until 1 p.m. with Ticketmaster Verified Fan on JonasBrothers.com. And we also have your chance to win these tickets right now, right after the top three at 8.15, and then you have another chance to win at 9.15. Man, I don't know how this is going to go today. Obviously, the tickets to win, super easy. Collar 10, you get the tickets. For this sale, though? I know. Like... That's just, why that keep that time in mind. One PM. I would definitely register if if we don't have any luck today. Ticketmaster just can't have another screw up like they have before. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is gonna be another Taylor situation because so many people like soundstage seats about a thousand or can hold about a thousand folks, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, like thousand and people from all over. I mean, we got DC people coming up. We got Philly people coming down, New York coming down. You know, I'm sure this is going to be Boston coming over. It's going to be like the big show. So I don't just, I wish you the best of luck for those who actually are trying to get the tickets legitimately and not even just a scalper. Good luck today. Number one. Frank Ocean has pulled out of Coachella Weekend 2. A rep for Ocean confirmed that the singer has been advised by a doctor not to perform due to two fractures and a sprain in his left leg sustained during the first weekend. Blink-182 will replace Ocean as the headliner, and there was a lot of controversy around Frank's first weekend performance due to production issues. He started an hour late. He was cut short due to curfew. This was his first performance since 2017, and fans were not happy about the outcome. Coachella has already received a $117,000 fine for violating curfew rules last weekend. So, how does that feel? This is devastating. This is devastating news. I, I like, my heart was breaking for the fans for weekend one because he has not performed in six years. And you have people that are just hanging on anything that this man does. He's one of those artists that, like, you're just waiting for the day for him to come out of his house. And this was it. And for him to perform an hour late for it to get cut short, he was playing a lot of his songs and he wasn't performing them. He was, like, picking and choosing which ones he was going to sing. And a lot of these, I mean, these tickets are ridiculously expensive. And, for I mean, for people who obviously are just trying to go to see Frank, right. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I'm wondering, too... I mean, because Blink-182 is cool, and they've got a lot of fandom behind them. No, so absolutely. It's, but it's people not that they're replacing bought, them with somebody But crappy. people bought tickets right. for the weekend or for Sunday to see Frank Ocean. This, and th- and this th- that lineup is announced a year ahead of time. I think the whole situation is just kind of bizarre because he cut his live stream, right? He, they didn't do it at all. No. And he, shows he seemed late. really unhappy. There was, like, also some speculation yeah. online when I was looking into it. He had an idea of how he wanted the set to look, and then he changes his mind, like, 30 mm. or minutes before. Sounds and, like, messy. people are already in hair and makeup, and they're like, what the heck are we supposed to do? Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. <laughs> Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's Talk Me Out of It. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Yes. Mix 106.5. Uh, anonymous, I've got you on the voice disguiser. So what is this uh, quote-unquote crazy situation you're thinking about doing? So a psychic told me that my husband's going to cheat on me at my son's soccer tournament this weekend. Oh, my God. And I need to stop it. Uh, what does that mean? Okay, so basically, when I first got married, I went to a psychic. And everything she told me was great, except for that sometime in my marriage, my husband was going to cheat on me. Oh, my God. And I, oh, oh, hell no. God. I can't even. Oh, my God. I that can't. is so stressful. It is. 
I mean, to my knowledge, it has not happened yet, but everything in my body is telling me that it's going to happen this weekend. No. <laughs> my son has a soccer tournament out of town. Uh-huh. My husband's taking him. And, you know, coincidentally, the soccer tournament is 20 minutes away from my husband's ex-girlfriend's house. Are we, do we have any reason to be worried about her? She's always just been there, right? She hasn't gone away. He hasn't deleted her on social media. They'll text each other happy birthday. It's nothing like serious. But you don't like that. You don't like that? No, no. It makes me so uncomfortable. And he knows this? He knows that you don't like that? Yes. But he said, you know, obviously there's nothing to be worried about. Yeah. I'm already pissed. That's not what the psychic says, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So what, what would you even do to, like, prove this? So basically I bought this, like, tracking device that I can put on his car. So if he goes anywhere other than the tournament, like to this woman's house, I will know. The biggest problem for me is I bought this tracker device and I talked to one of my girlfriends and she told me, you know, as soon as I put it on this car, you know, the marriage is already broken. The trust is broken. I mean, but I just kind of, I don't know. Kind of. I think it actually makes it more like makes me trust him more if he doesn't go. Do you, okay, do you have any sort of feelings that would convince you that he would cheat on you? I mean, he has been a little distant lately. It's been a little bit different than normal. So, yes, I guess I do have, you know, reason to believe. Okay, well, so if you've never been here for this segment before, here's what we need you to do is is call, now we just have to basically tell Anonymous to either go for it or talk her out of it, right? So she she's saying... I had a psychic tell me that my husband was going to cheat on me at some point in our marriage. We He's going to a soccer tournament with my son this weekend, and it happens to be close to his ex-girlfriend's house. My gut is telling me this is going to be the weekend he does this. I just want to put a tracking device on the car to see if this is actually where he's going or where he's not. Yeah. Does she go for it, or do we talk her out of it? Uh, Jess... I don't see why you can't just track his car. Like, I don't I don't see why. Dude. Well, okay. It, you know, if, if she's having these feelings and if he's being really weird, all she's doing is she's she just happens to, you know, throw the thing on the car. And she she's not following him. She's not, like, going to try it and, you know, watch. I mean, I guess you are watching him. You are watching him. Yeah, but like, literally watching him. If I don't see... If, if you were going to do anything... I feel like this is like the lowest of keys of you doing anything. But I think your friend is right. And y'all know I'm the crazy one. Like, this is something I totally would consider doing. And even if I have to take a step back and say this is completely, like, the ick, the ick has hit me with this one. I just feel like, man, then then what? Like, if you're just going to trust a psychic over your husband, I feel it. Like, and, and I like psychics. I do. But I'm just like, is there anything that can really be said or done at this point? She's it's- not just trusting the psychic. She obviously has mentioned that he's been acting weird lately so she's just trying to see if that behavior is leading to anything 410-583-1065 anonymous wants to put a tracking device on her husband's car this weekend to see if he goes and hangs out with his ex-girlfriend when they're away at their son's soccer tournament do we tell her to go for this or do we talk her out of it hello gail from baltimore how are you hi kramer good morning Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it, put a tracking device in her husband's car before he goes out of town for this soccer tournament, or do we talk her out of it? Look, so this happened to a friend of mine one day. Okay. 
and he wasn't even doing anything, uh-huh. and his ex put a tracking device on his vehicle. But once he found it, he decided, okay, I'm going to do what she's accusing me of. So he did. And personally, if she has to go to those drastic measures to put a tracking device on her boyfriend's vehicle, then that relationship is a wrap. Like, she should not be going through all these measures because she's having some sort of insecurity. And if they're not communicating, then it's... It's a done deal. Yeah. Wait, yes. are we a hundred percent sure that he didn't just tell her that he wasn't doing anything, and then says he did do something once he found <laughs> oh, the Oh no, they device? were they were very um, they were in a committed relationship for um, almost twelve years. Oh yeah. wow! So you're like, saying they lived together and everything. She was just having um, she was just in her thoughts and. She decided to put a tracking device on his vehicle, and once he found it, that's when the tables turned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it a bad omen? Are you almost, like, manifesting it, y'all? Y'all got to be careful with this kind of stuff. Okay, thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. 410-583-1065. Uh, Lisa from Essex, good morning. Good morning. She wants to put a tracking device on her husband's car to make sure he's not sleeping with his ex-girlfriend when they go out of town this weekend for a soccer tournament. I mean, do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Oh, absolutely go for it. I I would say do more. Like, whatever you can find to figure out where he is and know exactly what he's doing because women's intuition is never wrong. Never, ever, ever wrong. Mm. I I would say, you know, I actually, I agree with you Mm. on that. You know when something's off. You just know it. Y'all know it. Y'all do have a really good sense that things do seem right. But this one just seems like such a stretch to me. Like... (laughs) Oh, well, I, my husband, actually, he traveled a lot for work, uh-huh. and I noticed that he was taking a lot of trips to Houston, and I was like, why Houston? And it just kept bothering me, and my intuition was like, you should check this out. So one night, I got on Facebook with a glass of wine and went through his friends group list and found a lady friend that I didn't know located in Houston. Okay. Mm-hmm. So next time he did a work trip, I booked a flight and went to Houston. With, with oh no God. wait, with no other uh, clues other than you just saw a woman on his Facebook. Yeah, and it was just weird. He was acting weird, and just in the back of my mind, I was just like, "He's he's cheating on me." I think he's cheating on me. Okay, so there was like behavior that you were picking up on, similar though to this situation. So what? I mean, did, was he actually cheating? Yes. Really? And you literally picked up on that just from a Facebook friend? Yeah. I mean, who spends time in Houston? Wow. I mean, it wouldn't be my first destination of choice. Uh, Yeah. It really, it really, really hurt. But now, like, I I just keep telling all my friends, and I want to just tell everyone, believe in yourself and trust your intuition because they're all slime balls. So you think, when you hear this story alone, you think he's cheating? Yeah. (sighs) Every, every single signal in the back of my brain is going gotta get your proof but okay yeah okay thank you for calling us stephanie from ellicott city do we tell her to go for it put this tracking device on her husband's car to see if oh absolutely absolutely i me and my husband share our google locations with each other so at any given time i look at my google maps and i see where he is and we just do it purely just i don't know i he'll tell me hey i'm leaving work in 20 minutes and if he's not home in 30, I'll look and I'll be like, you haven't left work yet. You're yeah. cheating. So, what's, what's the difference between okay. the tracking it, device and... absolutely nothing. There yeah. is no difference. My husband, 
She does a lot of work dinners, and before we used to live in New York, and I would look at the map to see where he's at, and he's at a hotel in Manhattan. Oh, and I would no, call him and be like, what are you doing? Yeah, where no, where, where are you? No, he is not And he's there. like, um, I'm at a dinner in a hotel, a work dinner, like at like a dinner, you know, like a restaurant in a hotel, and I'd be like, oh. Never mind, Karen. Yeah. Okay, let yeah, me ask you're like, you this. XOXO, your wife Stephanie. Thank yeah. you. I'm not. I'm not saying. I, I, I understand with modern technology, we can call it. It's technically the same. It's like, less. It's less stalking if the person gives you permission to track their location. It's I just yeah. You do have to give. Yeah. yeah. Then right. you can turn it on and off at but, any time too. Right. Okay, but let me ask. Let me ask you a question about relationships. If by having to to look at your person's location all the time, are you already heading into like bad territories? You think? No, because sharing sharing location. I mean, I I share my I have a bunch of friends and we all share our locations together. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't feel like we can go down that road because so wait, it's kind you, of like a friendly have, close thing. Do you have a garage boys location? Yeah, and, and he, he has, has yours. Mine. Yeah. And do you feel like do you feel like you ever look at it to make sure he's doing what he says he's gonna do? No, I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to swear. I do it all the time. Yeah. Stephanie, I sure do. I love you. Okay. All right, Stephanie. That's what we need to hear. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, no worries. Have a good day, guys. You too. 410-583-1065. Lisa from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to put this tracking device on her husband's car because she's somewhat suspicious when he goes out of town this weekend for this soccer tournament, or do we talk her out of it? I think you should talk her out of it because where's the son? Isn't he going to his son's soccer game? Yeah, exactly. Won't his son be with him the whole time? That's what I'm saying. Like this, like I, I'm listen. I, I'm not saying if he was going out of town by himself. Yeah. That would make more sense to me. The fact that like your kid is going to be with you and you really think he's gonna like step out and like go sleep with an ex girlfriend. <laughs> listen, I really, I, I wish that that wouldn't be a possibility, but I feel like you would be very surprised on what happens and me- if it's. And if it's a really bad situation, wouldn't that be the cover-up? And wouldn't he assume that that's what his wife would be thinking? Like, why would he leave the tournament when actually if his son is playing games and he's actually on the field, that's the time that he would get away? Lisa, does that sound logical to you? I don't know. I just My daughter played a lot of sports, and I never would have. I mean, and I went to all of them, but... Is he going to take his son? You know, is he going to how how long does he need to get away? She's twenty minutes away. The game only lasts for a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I think okay, if that is true. No, try, I'm not saying I want this to happen. No. It's devastating. But is it a possibility? Yeah, it is. If it is true, he's the worst father on the face of the earth, hands mm-hmm. down. Terrible. Uh, okay, yeah. Lisa, we hear you. Thank you for calling. Thank us. you. Thank you. Have a good day. Uh, anonymous. Yeah. So what? After hearing all this, what? Are, what's going through your head? Uh, I, I want to know, but I also don't want trust to be broken. But I mean, if you sat there with that psychic and heard what I heard, you would be doing the same thing. I mean, I, I'm just going to be so paranoid about this if I don't find out. Isn't that, so, but isn't that what? Isn't that what and again, I'm not in a relationship, man. So I don't know. Man, I I'm just not don't like that. I just don't like that he's still friends with his ex when when she doesn't like it. I just feel like there's <laughs> other red flags besides the psychic that when, she can go off on. When is the soccer tournament? It's on Saturday. Okay, so you got two days to think about this. You know, I don't know if you've heard this segment before, but what we do typically is because now we're obviously invested in the story. Is we just want to know what you ended up doing. So mm-hmm. if you're cool. We, we usually do updates on, on Monday of what people in these situations do. Would you mind, again, I don't, I don't know your name. I don't have your phone number. 
uh, would you mind calling us back? And the only thing we ask is, is to make sure you call us back because if you don't call us back, like what happened this week, uh, we just have to kind of make up the ending of the story and it could be way worse or way better. I don't know. But it could just 820 on Monday. Are you cool? Yes, yeah, I'll do that. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.